Welcome back to Round Guy Radio as as the Packwood Locker presents high school basketball and the Henshaw Trailer Sales presents the Pekin Panthers as we talk with the Pekin Panthers head basketball coach, Coach Swanson. Welcome to the program, Coach. Yeah, good, glad to be here, Dave. So, uh, you know, the, the season's right around the corner. Uh, uh, I guess what, I just want to start. Tell me about kind of the, the, the talent pool you're working with. Get, let our listeners know, you know, uh, uh, who you're going to be leaning on this year. Yeah, so we got, uh, you know, three returning starters, uh, Luke Long, Jaden Wolver, and Ben Harrett. And those are going to be our, our three key guys we'll lean on on offense. Uh, you know, experience is always a big thing. These guys all started last year, played all the games. Uh, some of them played the year before a little bit. So, you know, you, you get that kind of experience and understanding the game and then knowing conference teams and, and personnel, it's really a big advantage to have those guys on the court just for communication and, and other reasons. So, uh, you know, look to those three guys. Uh, you know, Luke's uh, a very good all-around athlete, you know, good football player, had, had a good football season, uh, went to state and track. And last year was all-conference for us in basketball with about 15 points and eight rebounds a game. And we're uh, looking looking for him to improve on that this year. Uh, Jaden, another good athlete, uh, all-conference in multiple sports, a uh, guy that can really you know, play above the rim and get up there in the sky for rebounds, uh, good finisher, and really runs the court well and has uh, worked a lot on his uh, three-point shot. So look for big things from Jaden. Uh, as a, he started as a sophomore, as will be his junior year. So we're excited for him. And then uh, Ben had pretty solid numbers last year. Kind of had a slow start to this season, just ad- adapting to the speed of the game and and physicality on the varsity level. But we're looking for him to uh, to step up and and score some more points for us and, and kind of be that uh, um, other leader on the floor for us. So. Uh, kind of that trio as far as you know with the returning experience and whatnot okay well uh i just i've got a, three simple questions i ask all the coaches uh and just kind of question number one here is uh who do you got uh that can score points for you on the inside who can do uh your work for you in the paint and under the basket who, who are you looking to, to get those kind of points from uh luke long and gene wolver we are our top top guys down in the paint, uh, looking to score around the rim, and then, uh, you know, grabbing boards and get, getting second-chance opportunities. All right. Well, let's talk about those outside shooters, the three-point shooters, the jump shots, the everything beyond the uh, free-throw line. Uh, that would be Ben Arrett and uh, Sven Dahlstrom will be uh, another key contributor from the three-point line for us. He's, uh, he'll be our, uh, another starter for us this year. Really been shooting the ball well. Uh, last year played a little bit of varsity, but had a lot of big, big time games on JV. So sh- shooting wise, uh, those will be our top two from outside. Okay. Well, let's just talk about the defense, the shot blockers, the rebounders, the the disruptors, the the, the ball stealers. What do we got on defense? Uh, as far as on ball defense, uh, Kate Bemis, who we are point guard this year, senior point guard, uh, one of the better on ball defenders. I would say in the conference, uh, let us in charges taken last year. 
and really does a good job of, of moving quickly in space and anticipating what guys are going to do and, and beating them to the spot. As far as disruptive guys, uh, you know, go to our bench. Uh, sophomore, a uh, new name for us would be Will Adam. Uh, he's just very athletic, quick twitch guy, long arms, lanky, and really plays with a high motor. So look for him to disrupt a lot of plays and, and kind of be all over the court. Uh, shot blockers, you know, Jaden, uh, Luke, both in there can, can really get up and, and bother shots. So that that would be uh, you know those guys there as far as uh, on ball defenders, disruptors, and uh, shot blockers. Okay, well uh, we got a thirty five second clock I believe this year, but uh, effort to kind of speed the game up a little bit. Does it affect you, or does it you, you see it affecting some of your opponents? You know I don't think it's going to affect us a whole lot through. A jamboree and two scrimmages. I think we've had two shot clock violations. And to be honest, we, we don't even really talk about it too much. Um, we we have played at a, at a pace and a style the last few years that we, we try to take that first good look and get it up and don't try to overthink it too much. Um, where I do think it's going to come into play is rebounding, defensively and offensively. If there's 35 seconds, we're going to get that many more shots up per game you know, statistically. So we got to better be better in those categories as far as rebounding. Uh, defensively, I really like it because now we can really motivate and coach the kids to play all out for 35 seconds and then just finish the possession. Whereas in the past, I can, I can remember games we're playing – half-court D for 50 seconds, minute, minute 20, minute 30 in some cases. And usually it would go the offense's way on, uh, by a, a mistake by us in a back cut for a layup, don't close out on a shooter, or uh, we foul. So it's, you know, having that shorter time frame that a team can, can essentially hold the ball or run offense, I think actually – really helps your defense out. So we'll, we'll see. It's going to be a learning curve for everybody. And obviously uh, the, where we'll come into play is late game situations. Coaches will have to have a few more uh, you know, plays ready to go in case that clock's chopped down to, say, four seconds and they got a side out of bounds or under the hoop with, with uh, a second or something. You're going to have to have a different play than you normally would have. So there'll definitely be some, some adjustments, especially here in early in the season. Well, uh, I'm told uh, this year you're uh, able to schedule a lot more non-conference games than you were uh, in previous years. Uh, I want to talk to you about your non-conference schedule, who you picked, and why you picked those teams. Yeah, no, great, great question. So we uh, we have uh, early here be the second weekend of the season in December. We have Eddieville Blakesburg. Uh, the following Thursday, we'll have Mid Prairie. And then uh, just after Christmas break, uh, the first first weekend of January, we'll have Sigourney. And then Tom Christian mid January. So, um, you know, people who follow basketball would recognize those schools as being very, very competitive, uh, bigger schools. There's three of them being bigger schools. Sigourney, obviously, is the same size as us and 10 miles away. So, it's, it's a good rivalry. Skunk River rivalry for us. Uh, those other three 
are all two a um, some might say even use the word powerhouse uh, teams at times I, I know Eddieville maybe doesn't have the state tournament success but they've been consistently really good in this part of the state for for the last uh, five to ten years uh, Pella Christians you know synonymous for for making the state tournament and playing for state titles they play in the Little Hawkeye, which is easily one of the best conferences in the state of Iowa, top to bottom. Uh, a lot of state champions come out of that conference in the 3A, and they also have some 4A schools. And then uh, Mid Prairie, uh, another traditional, very, very good team, plays in a, a bigger school conference, kind of goes up to northeast Iowa, and they are coming off a state tournament berth last year. So those those are great, uh, great teams, great environments to play in. Reason. We're playing them is we want the experience. We want to play against a good competition and uh, you know, play in those bigger environments with, with big crowds and it's loud to get that get that over with. You know, so so when we get the tournaments, that's not new to us. Well, we get late, late in the conference play, that's not new to us. So. I got a couple of uh, uh, follow-up questions there. Uh, two particular games are jumping out at me that you're mentioning there. And that would be the Mid Prairie game and the Sigourney game. Uh, are either one of those two games a home game? Uh, no, those are both on the road. Both on the road. You know when those are? Uh, I believe Eddieville is on the tenth of December, Saturday, and Sigourney is on the seventh. Of January. Okay. Well, those and might those be potential be round guy games of the week. Uh, uh, the uh, Sigourney uh, Pekin battle is quite a battle, isn't it? That that's a a, a a real highlight game of the year, isn't it? Well, it's it's fun because the kids, a lot of the kids know each other. Uh, you know, last year game was here. We we lost a close one, I think, by three or four points. Uh, up until. That game last year, I think we'd won, oh, I don't know, 10 straight maybe or maybe more. We'd, we'd won several in a row against them. But, they, you know, they got a, had a nice team last year. And uh, I know graduated some, some key guys, but uh, they, they returned some, bringing in some new new uh, freshmen, sophomores, some young kids. So I, I think it'll, it'll be a lot of fun, being that they won last year, kind of put a little – added spark into at least the basketball side of things. I know where, you know, football and, and wrestling is usually more where the, the rivalry is. But um, it's, it's a fun one, and it's, like I said, it's only 10 miles away. So kids know each other, and, and uh, we usually get a big crowd. So it's fun. Well, tell me about when you are playing the uh, – or the well, tell me the conference that you're in, and then we'll go over that conference. And tell me a little bit about something about all these teams that you're – as you go through the teams in the so we're in the uh, Southeast Iowa Super Conference North Division. Uh, some of the teams, you know, probably the, the two teams to really watch that, that are going to be uh, really solid this year would be uh, Waco and Winfield My Union. Uh, both return a, a ton of guys, have great coaches, and those those will be, you know, really tough games and night in and night out for, for people that go go against. Um, outside of those guys, you got Hillcrest, uh, Coach Dwight Gingrich, you know, 600 plus wins in his career. 
And uh, from, from what I've heard, they have another really solid team this year. Uh, Lone Tree is another school. Uh, Highland, L&M, and Columbus, I believe, are the uh, to round that out. So, um, you know, really, really good conference, top to bottom. I, I think this year, um, when I I just thought of it, I forgot Wapolo, our first game of the season, so I had Wapolo in there. But uh, you know, it should be should be another fun year in the Super Conference North. Um, I, like I said, I think Waco and Winfield are, are definitely in that top tier. But uh, after that, it's it's going to be you know anybody's guess and be a good, good battle night in and night out. Well, the teams that you're mentioning are are pretty solid, uh, really really strong uh, uh, bracket to be in, I guess. Uh, well, uh, give me some of the some of the home games, uh, some of the first home games that we, we'd have a chance to come see. Uh, so our first home game will be on the 9th of December against Highland. And then the following Friday, I believe, we are at home against Lone Tree. And that's the only conference home games we have before break. Uh, when we come back, we, we have several uh, home games. But uh, that kind of gets us started anyway for, for the latter, first part of the season. Well, how can we follow the Peak and Panthers? Uh, I, I think you guys got some YouTubes or streaming or something. It seems like I've watched some games that way. And you got, uh, I know there's a good radio station covering you. Yeah, yeah. Out of uh, Tomo, uh, 101.5 KCFM has covered our games last several years with uh, uh, Michael Comstock uh, calling the games. He does a good job. And then we, uh, we do live stream our games on uh, YouTube uh, with our huddle camera. So uh, you know, those are the best two ways. I, I don't really have any uh, Instagram or, or Twitter. Uh, we, have a, we have a school website, a Facebook site that we'll post things on occasionally. But uh, you know, the best way is to catch us on 101.5 and uh, check our home games out on the uh, live stream. All right, well, give me some, uh, give me some rivalries, some uh, uh, teams that, uh, that you kind of got circled on the calendar that, that might be a big game this year? You know, uh, I think this year uh, it's it's just one at a time. Uh, you know, we got, we got uh, this upcoming uh, Tuesday night circled right now. You know, I, every game's important. Um, you know, we, we kind of talk about some of those non-conference games that, that kind of jump out at you. But really, uh, every, every night's important for us and and uh, you know we're just we just try to go one and zero every night. We step on the court. So next Tuesday at Wapolo is uh, the game we're looking forward to, and uh, oh, we'll be ready to go. Well, give me a little preview of that game. Uh, do you know much about Wapolo? I, I don't know a ton. Uh, I know uh, one of their assistants has, has has stepped up and took the head coaching role uh, from Dave Griffin. And they, they return uh, a nice big guy. Uh, I'm not sure his first name, last name, Lands. He was a sophomore last year. Had a couple nice games against us. And then they re- return a few guards. So they, uh, they graduated uh, All-State point guard, Maddox Griffin. He's at uh, Upper Iowa now. So they'll have to replace him, um, you know, with 
his scoring, assists, steals, he, he was one of those guys that's filling stat sheets every night. So, and, that, and Tate Parsons was another solid player for him. So, um, you know, early in the year, you just don't know a whole lot about people, kind of just what, you, what you've heard or maybe observed over the summer. Um, but Wapolo's traditionally been a really solid uh, program and um, kind of since, or since Coach Spiel, you know, moved, moved over to girls at L&M, it's continued to be be very competitive, so be a be a nice matchup for us right out of the gate. Well, how many guys you dressing this year? You, you got a good deep bench, or yeah, we're dressing uh, thirteen, thirteen oh, right. on on varsity, and then we uh, we got a full uh, fifteen guys on on JV. So we got really nice numbers this year, and we're really excited to have have the, the extra guys, and and uh, you know, makes practices more competitive and. Exciting for the coaches. Well, who are some of the young players that are coming up through the the ranks that we should uh, take some interest in as maybe some of the future of the team? Yeah, let's talk about some of the, the younger kids kind of stepping in that varsity role this year. Uh, you know, Will Adam, I mentioned earlier, uh, he's going to be our sixth or seventh guy and come off the bench in the guard position. He's an exciting player. We'll definitely want to keep an eye on just because of his athletic ability and hustle. Um, you know, some other guys, uh, Brady McWhorter, that kid that's uh, moved in from Fairfield, and uh, you know, he'll see some time. Um, Casey Davis, Ike Sylvester, some other kids that are coming up from that JV ranks. And some, some of those guys will be two-way guys playing some JV and varsity. But, uh, you know, those are a few names to, look, to listen for or look for. Well, Coach, uh, I'm, I'm kind of out of questions. Was there anything we didn't cover that you you wanted to cover or anything we needed to put out that we didn't? No, I think we got everything covered. I did a good job, Dave. Well, uh, thanks for being with us. Uh, we have a tremendous interest in the Pekin, uh, anything Pekin sports that goes up. It's, uh, our listeners devour it like hungry dogs at uh, dinner time. But uh, thanks for being with us, Coach, and we are going to uh, stay up with you the, through the season, if that's okay with you. You bet. That's, that sounds good, Dave. All right. Take care, and thanks for a great interview. Yep. See you, Dave.